Ah, good evening. Lovely spot here by the Billabong. What's well, a magical place where men can meet and swap our stories? Well, I've been coming here for years, heard stories from all over this place. Hell, I've been all over the place myself. Seen it all. Well, go, go on, sit down. Drink. There you go. Yeah, I've got one for you. Well, this story is about a bloke who was driving his last herd of cattle north before he retired, straight through the central desert, through parts unknown, through parts that look like they've been there since prehistoric times. If you look out there, you can see the dust trail in the setting sun. Yeah, that's it. Round the front. Good lad. Good lad. He's a bloody good dog, that one. Best I've had in a few years. Hopefully the snakes don't get this one. I think I've lost most of them over the years due to those bloody snakes. King Browns. I don't know why they're called kings. Just know they're deadly. Been driving up north for the last two months. I need to get this herd in before the wet and before the bastards die. It's got to be at least 46 degrees today. Some days my eyes play tricks on me in the heat. Mirage, they call it. But I know this trail. I know her well. My old boss was an Aboriginal tracker. He taught me the ropes, showed me what to look for. And that Mother Nature, she's a harsh bitch, who demands your attention. And if you don't listen, mate, she'll slap the life out of you. Good boy, I say, as I hand him some roux jerky and decide this is as good a place as any for the night. The sun is setting and the cows look tired. The evening settles in and I warm myself by the fire. The dog is asleep and the herd is quiet. The smell of their hides fills the air. A familiar smell to me. Someday I'll miss it. Probably when I'm back in town. I rolled over and I thought about my job. It was my last job as a matter of fact and my back just can't handle it anymore. I'm getting old. Only 20 herd of cattle, nothing really. I'm herding them to a small milk farm near Catherine. Then retire, I guess. It's a strange thing coming to the end of your working life. What the hell was that? The dog leaps and barks, shakes his head. I can't see much past the fire. So I step away and unsaddle my rifle. I look around and nothing. Step out from the fire and let my eyes adjust to the night. Shouldn't take long. I spin around and look up and see a large bird circling above the herd. Doesn't look too big, so I turn around, but it squawks again and again. That noise! I've never heard that come from a bird around these parts. I turn and watch as it circles the cattle, squawking away. And suddenly, it dives down and lands on top of a cow. And it's huge! As big as the cow! It's hard to make out, as the herd runs for it. The dog starts barking, and the bird takes its long beak and stabs the bloody cow. 
I shoot at the thing and miss. Hit the cow. The creature doesn't even look up. It's focused on its meal. This time I take my time and kneel down. I hit the bird in its chest and staggers back. Away from the cow. Suddenly it jumps and flies upwards trying to escape. I take aim again and fire missing the bird. I haven't used this gun in years. My aim is up the creek. I watch as the bird flies off and away from the dead cow. Shit. Nothing for it. I spend most of the night rounding up the cows. They're as scared as I am. What was that thing I asked myself? Around midday now and we've got them all together, back on track. I can't help but keep looking up, worried that this thing will return for the cows. I did hit it in the chest, but it looks strong. Strong enough to fly away. I ride to the top of a small range and pull out my binocular. One good lens is left. I looked around slowly, take my bearings. Collecting the cows has taken us off course, and I'm finding it hard to find the signs. The landmarks I'm used to. Scan the horizon, looking for anything. When I see the creature, there it is, limping towards an opening of a large canyon. The canyon is like nothing I've seen before. It's split in two, and has a small collection of clouds, floating gently over the top. The rain spindles down over the walls, which are covered in thick green creeper vines. The whole entrance stands out in the desert. I wipe the lens to get a better look at things now and it looks like a large brown pelican with a long beak and sharp wings. It staggers towards the small entrance but doesn't make it. Falling over in a heap. I guess that bullet did its job in the end. I can't help feel sorry for the thing though. I decide to go and have a look before we shuffle on. I ride up to the entrance and look up. I notice the horse. He licks the vines as he's hot and he's thirsty. Lapping the very top of the entrance sits the clouds. They rumble at me as I stagger back as a breeze blows out. And for the first time I feel a chill. I walk back to the dead birds. Its hide is like brown leather, covered in small hairs, and it's large, about the size of a horse, and the smell makes me gag. I must have stood there for at least ten minutes, deciding if I should go in. I turn and see my dog sitting under the shade of a dead tree watching The gust blows from the cavern again, sending chills down my spine. No, no, get back to work, old man. I say to myself and turn around. 
and I decide to ride back to the herd and get back on course. This hidden place, it's no business of mine. I turn around to see two more of those pelican beasts come lumbering out of the cave and gather around the dead one. They both nudged it gently and squawked, trying to wake it up. I was frozen on the spot. Both creatures took their sky in circles, screaming. I stood dead still and watched them. They seemed larger. My God, I thought. That was their child. I did not move. When I heard my little dog, and dove down at him. I screamed out and pulled my rifle and fired. But it was too late. The creature had landed on the ground and was trying to stab my dog. He ducked back and forth and around the base of the tree trunk. The beast had staggered back and forth. I fired another round and hit the tree and sprayed bark into his face. The dog came charging back to my side and I mounted the horse and galloped off. We rode as fast as we could and moved back to the herd. It's getting dark now and I haven't seen the beast since we took off. We lost them in a small collection of the rocks. We rode through the night. All the time, I kept a lookout for the creature. Fearful that they would try and take more of my herd. We made it to a small dairy farm by dawn. The herd piled into the pens. And I told a lie to the manager about the missing cow. Croc got him. Near the Tennant Creek waterhole. He didn't believe me. But it was a better story than what actually happened. It has never tasted so good. The beer was icy and cold. I quit drinking a year ago and it was the worst decision I'd ever made. This tasted fantastic. I leapt out of my old bed and pulled on my shirt. No! I walked outside and looked up. The birds, they're perched on the cattle pens. Their wings spread wide. The other jackaroos walk out of their dongers half asleep. Or pissed. And stand there not knowing what the hell they're looking at. And all hell breaks loose. One beast swoops over and picks up a jackaroo. And soars into the sky. And the other sits and squawks. The men all run back into their hut and I look over at my little dog. The beast sees my little dog and goes to attack. The dog sprints under the pens and into the herds of the cattle. Some of the men have come back out and they're firing in the sky. The beast is clipped by the bullet and lets the man go. He falls down and through the tin roof. The beast collapses on the herd, dead. The men quickly turn the rifle on the other thing, shooting it down until it flops down dead. They all gather and look at the thing, and and then they turn and look at me. I take them back down south and we look for the canyon. The men's saddles are all filled with TNT, and we figure we'll seal the cave and stop the beast from coming out. Two days ride and we see it on top of a range. 
We work at the entrance, setting the charges, when we hear a noise. The men shout and run as we push down on the lever. The sound must have been heard all the way from Darwin. We waited until dust had settled and looked on. The cave was sealed. We were safe. I often think of those few days when I'm sitting on my deck. And I tell the story every now and then to some of the children who visit. And they enjoy it for what it is, a story. But I know the truth. The truth about the beast from the outback. Hi there, and thanks for listening to the episode entitled The Drover. The radio play was performed by the very talented David Hart and written by Adrian Barker. Sound production was recorded by Robert Healy. Please come back next time and join us by the Billabong.